We are joined now by Stuart Nash, Minister of Economic Development, unofficial Minister of America's Cup, uh, at live at Field Day. Stuart, this would be disappointing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it is disappointing, Kerry. I mean, I'm, I'm a Kiwi who's followed uh, Team New Zealand for, you know, over the years, and I think they've done an incredibly good job of uh, representing us. It is a shame that they won't be defending the Cup in uh, New Zealand, or the, or the likelihood of them defending the Cup in New Zealand has diminished greatly, I must say. Do you feel they owe us one, given that we allowed them dispensations to ply their trade at a time when no other country could or would? No, I don't think I don't think they owe us one. Um, you know, if, if we're honest, Kerry, in this day and age, this is as much as a global commercial operation as it is a sporting contest. Um, you know, I think Kiwis will have every right to feel disappointed. But the commercial reality is that... Uh, you know, this is now more than just a sporting event and of men and women on boats racing against each other. So the commercial reality is, uh, you know, we couldn't agree on something. That is very disappointing. Kiwis will feel disappointed, but, but that's the 21st century reality, Kerry. There's plenty of people who would also say you offered $99 million in sort of facilities and, and cash and you're looking for high-end tourists to come to New Zealand. That's where you want to pitch. You can't get more high-end than America's Cup supporters in their boats. Uh, yet you've got $785 million to spend on a stupid cycling and pedestrian bridge. Yeah, but as you're well aware, there are competing um, requirements for government money these days. Uh, and we do spend a lot of money on supporting sporting events and then Kiwi cultural groups, etc. But, um, you know, we, we felt that we put uh, our best foot forward. And when we say $99 million, that was the combined Auckland City Council and government um, offer. Uh, it wasn't good enough, and in the end, uh, we felt that, to be fair to New Zealanders, that's probably all we could stump up with. Well, that is all we could stump up with, and so it wasn't good enough in the end, um, but it is what it is. Have previous America's Cup uh, regattas bought the economic return that past governments and this government had hoped to see? Well, I can tell you that the um, this America's Cup obviously raced in the COVID environment. absolutely hasn't. I mean, that won't come surprise a surprise to anyone. Um, there, there is an economic return, but then there's the, uh, there's the cultural and the national interest as well of this. I mean, Kiwis have been getting up in the middle of the night to watch them race overseas, and they get down to the Bardock Basin when they're racing in New Zealand. So there's a little bit of a nationalism thing there as well, but I also think that Kiwis expect the government to spend their money in a prudent way. You know, we have a lot of competing demands for, for government, and I'm sure Phil Goff has a lot of competing demands for Auckland City Council money. And at some point... Uh, we have to say this is all we've got. Um, I've, I've always made it very clear that we didn't have uh, um, a blank cheque to write out. We put our best foot forward. And um, as mentioned, it wasn't good enough. So what this now means, Kerry, is that um, Team New Zealand is free to, to go elsewhere to look for, uh, for funding. It doesn't mean it's over. I mean, it may be that there is no other country that's prepared to offer what New Zealand is prepared to offer. And then we come back. Um, and see where we end up. Of course, any, any offer was still continued on, on Cabinet approval. I must say that in the first place. All right. Thank you very much for your time. I know you're busy. What's the reaction you're getting from the farmers at field days? It's actually fantastic. It's a beautiful day here in Waikato. It's, now, this is one of the things about New Zealand. They're expecting about 33,000 people through the gates every day. It's going to be the largest event of its kind in the world this year. No one's wearing masks. There's no social distancing because there's no COVID. And this is the way we've managed... You know, we've managed the country and the economy, and we've always said, Kerry, and, and this just proves it, that by far the best economic response is a health response. And you can just see it with all the, 
people, you know, buying up large, wandering around, having a really good time and uh, experiencing what we do in Cribbly Wellness Country. Yes, and how long will the money keep circulating around in our gilded cage before we need a bit of, you know, outsiders coming in to spend their money here? Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. And uh, one thing we do know over the last 12 months is there's a level of resilience in the New Zealand economy that I don't think anyone believed existed to the to the level it is. I mean, um, you know, you look at papers that were produced just after the lockdown or even when we were talking about going in lockdown, people were talking about, you know, 10, 12, 14% unemployment. And now we've got less unemployment than we had pre-COVID. Um, so there is money circulating. Now, and our primary sector has done incredibly well, nearly $50 billion in export receipts. So they're certainly the backbone and the heart and soul of our economy, certainly our provincial and rural economy. So there are people here spending money. Um, but And Labour you know, MPs anyway, there to thank them. There are a number of Labour MPs here, and we are very thankful. And I've, I've made it. I've given three speeches so far, and I've been very thankful for the work that the primary sector has done in terms of keeping their workers safe, but also keeping our economy going. So um, they'd probably know, we, we they'd probably be able to turbocharge it a bit more if they could get a few more workers into the country, Stuart. Too. Oh, there are a lot of workers coming in, Kerry. I mean, we've let a lot of RSC workers in. We've just let in a whole lot of vets and dairy um, and dairy workers. So. We are helping there, but I, I will say that KPMG put out a fantastic report. They do this every year. This is the 10th year they've done it. And they did highlight in that report that the labour issue is not one that has um, developed because of COVID. It's been around for a long time, but it's just it's now come to the fore because of COVID. And so I think a lot of the conversations that that government and also members of, um, of the primary industry sectors are having is how do we build a sustainable labour force in a way that engages with Kiwi that allows us to be the best in the world. Well, we haven't got the answer yet, but I wish you well. You go and keep thanking those farmers. Thank you for your well, time. We, one thing I will say is we did produce a report called Opportunity Growth here, so not a report, a strategy, and this was about employing people in the uh, in the primary sector. And we've got over 5,200 Kiwis that, have, that are now working in the primary sector that weren't working there um, before the strategy was in place. So, you know, we're, we're certainly getting there, there's no doubt. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. The last time we saw you in the office, you said, I will be available any time. And you've lived up to your word, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, Kerry. Much appreciated. Minister of Economic Development, Stuart Nash, live from Field Days.